The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Renzi. We're throwing it down on a twisted Tuesday. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else uh, in between. It's been a very uh, serious day, so we're trying to lighten the mood a little bit. We talked about the uh, Washington football team uh, names. And we love Steve Merrill, but, yeah, his pigskin sucked. That one, uh, that one was terrible. And for the record... I don't know. The Cleveland uh, Indians said they were changing their name, but now I don't know. Maybe they're backtracking on that. Maybe they're backtracking. You know, the Washington football team might just be the better, uh, the better damn name that they have <laughs> than, 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 than the names that they have on this list, uh, to be honest. All right. So um, let, let's start off. Uh, let's start off in the NBA uh, this evening as the Brooklyn Nets are victorious. But were they? This is like white man can't jump. All right. Sometimes when you lose, you really win. Sometimes when you win, you really lose. But listen, Brooklyn wins tonight. And it's amazing how the Pelicans keep getting respect from the odds maker and they keep letting everybody down. I, you know, I only took the over. I'm kicking myself for not taking Brooklyn. I said on game time decisions tonight before the game that I said, you know what, Kyrie Irving can beat these guys on his own. And, and here we are. The game sails over the number. The total was too light. But Brooklyn, of course, uh, Kevin Durant comes back. Um, you know, last week, he's already out, thigh contusion, prolonged period of time, they don't know how long, and now James Harden, for whatever reason, suffered a, set, a setback, and now he's going to be out for a prolonged uh, period of time. And I'll tell you what's not a prolonged period of time away right now, the NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs, we're not all that far off. This play-in stuff, guys, starts, this play-in stuff starts on, like, um, uh, like May 18th type stuff? May 16th? May 17th? I don't know, when's the last night of the regular season? Um, the last day of the regular season is Sunday, um, Sunday, May 16th. So we're less less than a month away. And, and then the playoffs start the following weekend. The play-in tournament will start like uh, two days after type thing. I think the play-in tournament starts on Tuesday and then boom, everyone else starts on, on Thursday. So... You know, Brooklyn just suddenly going to have everybody back. Everybody's going to be fine. They're going to last four playoff rounds. They're going to win the championship. Not with my money. Now Kawhi Leonard's out for a week. But I don't know. Is Kawhi Leonard hurt or is he, like, on vacation? The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Non-stop live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. What, are you not going to listen? We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.com. Football, the goal line. Baseball, home plate. Basketball, the net. Sports talk, right here. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the bullpen, Derek. Hello. Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey rink. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. Well, what are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Renzi. We're throwing it down. Rick Saratello will join us. We're going to get into the NFL draft a little bit later on. We'll get back to the NBA. And it really is amazing. Every day, there's like a new, new superstar player that gets injured as the playoffs are around the corner. I don't know, maybe it's a good thing for some of these players, actually, uh, that they're getting rested or they get injured, they get their injuries out of the way. But Brooklyn, it's repetitive. It's not like, oh, they're getting their injuries out of the way. They're just prolonged, right? It's a little bit different. We brought up Kawhi Leonard being out for the next week or so, yet I wouldn't overly panic about Kawhi Leonard being like, quote-unquote, hurt. Um, I think this is just a classic case of getting Kawhi some rest before the playoffs because it's go time uh, right now. And I think the Clippers sort of sent some, uh, some blood in the water. Uh, right now as far as the championship I think plus 700 is actually a pretty good look all right let's bring in Andrew McKinnis right now from uh, from wager talk let's talk some pucks with McKinnis how you doing tonight McKinnis what's up Gabe doing pretty good man can't complain uh 3-0 night uh, one of those nights that I wish I played more games and as much as you're kind of mad about those nights they're always good nights because it means you had a good night and a winning night and you had a good read on the card so doing pretty good and I'm doing a lot better than the Leafs are well, that's, that's the life of a gambler, or at least I should say. I didn't know you were such a degenerate, even after a winning night. Like, you, you can't be happy. And we've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there uh, after a winning night. Oh, I should have bet more. I should have bet more. But, yeah, listen to you. You come in here gloating. Um, so let me ask you, though. i got to be honest. You're only allowed to gloat about the Toronto Maple Leafs if you had the Vancouver Canucks tonight. Did you? <laughs> no, I did not. Definitely not. Oh! Oh, look at this. McKinnis did not. So you're you're ready to talk smack to them, but you didn't you didn't bet against them. <laughs> For the record, I, 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 I can't pat I saw myself in the live chat, man. You said I gotta come I ready. can't uh, you, you thought I was coming ready. Um I, I made this tweet and I realized it was actually it wasn't as funny as I thought it was in my head. I said that breaking news, Kyle Dubas has signed Kevin Durant uh, to the Maple Leafs. They needed that one more missing piece. But then I realized that Kevin Durant only goes to winning teams, so maybe they'll go and figure out a way to get McDavid or something. They need one more piece, apparently. But, uh, you know, I had a friend that told me that uh, I can't talk smack unless my team has a winning record or, or, or is in the top of the standings. And I just think it's funny to make fun of the Leafs. So it's awesome that I'm on this show 
and that happened tonight, to be honest with you, Gabe. But uh, how are you, man? How are things with you? Oh, I'm all right. I had Vancouver. Uh, but, as I was going to say, I didn't have them on the money line. I copped out. I only had them on the puck line uh, this evening. So, at, at plus one and a half. But the, 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 the Leafs were such massive favorites for whatever reason uh, or another. Um, so, that's two for two for Vancouver. What was the price uh, right there, now? We lose. What? Uh, the, the Vancouver puck line? Yep. Um, um, I don't know. <laughs> it was like um, <laughs> plus plus 102 or minus 104 type nice. thing. It was around a pick em. Nice. It was around a pick em. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I got, like, I got like 18 bets here, 20 bets. But, yeah, it was around a pick em, essentially. Dude, the Leafs were minus 330, bro. Right, the Leafs. I think it was minus one twelve. It was minus one twelve. So that's what it was. It was minus one twelve. Uh, Vancouver Canucks plus a puck and a half. And listen, a puck and a half stuff's been working for us. It doesn't always work, but I listen. I do agree. The Leafs are a fade team uh, right now, and it's partially the Leafs are a fade team, and partially is I don't know Vancouver a play on team. Yet this is the classic situation, and we've been red hot in the NHL, McCannis, um, by simply buying in especially in this canadian division in the northern division by buying into the trends bro just buy in bet it and accept it right there's i've never seen anything like this and i know the other divisions have some some one-sided stuff too yet it's crazy in the canadian division man like like guys the um the vancouver canucks have now beaten the leafs four straight times like that's that's four and all right now so that's four in a row. And, and, well, it's just it's crazy because think about it. The Leafs were minus 380 the other night against a team that all right, hadn't played in a month so or like three and a half weeks. So people bought into that. They lose. They lay this number again. Like, how the hell? Like, why aren't the Leafs like minus 160, bro? How the hell are they minus 330? Like, people, and I, I swear to God, there's a common theme here, guys. The Vancouver Canucks and the Vancouver Whitecaps. It's like Vancouver doesn't exist in the sports landscape. And the Vancouver Whitecaps the other day were like massive underdogs to the Portland Timbers beat them outright. The Vancouver cannot come on. Like, and AA, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs, like, honestly, would be like minus 330 if they played the Toronto Marlies, their farm team. Like, I don't understand, like, the, that those, the numbers in the last two nights. And I listen, I'm kicking myself, um, Andrew, for not pulling the trigger. And just say, you know what? Vancouver will beat them again tonight. And that's exactly what happened. That's four in a row they've beaten them now. Yeah, well, I can't argue with the fact that um, the price was absurd. The price was ridiculous. And one thing that you've said um, countless times about these matchups, we've seen it. Certain teams play better against certain teams. Throw all the odds out the window. Throw all the matchups, the line for line out the window, the, the defensive pairings against offensive pairings. Some teams match up great against other teams. And I, I got to give you credit for one thing, Gabe, and I'm not sure if you brought this up tonight already, but um, you've mentioned this since way back in college season. And uh, it, it's, it's a theory about teams coming off COVID. Uh, everybody looked to fade them. And uh, I noticed that you jumped on betting on these teams, or at least finding a way not to just completely bash on them. And I think one thing has to go to them is number one, urgency. Number two, you know, you're playing with a little bit of emotion, but number three, this team wasn't going to come back until they were ready. You know, like they fought for a couple more days to make sure they were right yeah. and they were ready. Uh, maybe they weren't in that same game strength as they would have been. 
Um, but I think we'd be kidding ourselves. If we didn't say there was some desperation there and some, uh, you know, some emotion in that game, and they certainly felt it. Uh, they went out there and played well. So um, hats off to Vancouver there in that game. Uh, they've shown a ton of heart and uh, Twitter's a buzz right now, McKinnis. You were too busy bashing the Leafs and mock- mocking the Leafs on Twitter to notice that a lot of people are calling out the Canadians right now and saying, here come the Vancouver Canucks, that they're going to catch <laughs> the Montreal Canadiens. Eight points back, four point, four games in hand, right? they got to play a million games to catch up. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised it's not more actually in hand after all the time that they were off. Uh, but speaking of the Montreal Canadiens and speaking of trends, so look, the Montreal Canadiens play the Edmonton Oilers, all right? And the Canadians had been successful against these guys earlier in the year. Uh, they had won, you know, they, they had won the first two times that they played, and then they had actually beat them four out of the first five times uh, that they played. But Montreal have hit a wall right now. They're injured. They're out of gas. They're not very good. Their defense is falling apart. They're just, you know, whatever. It's, it's just a train wreck. Um, they might hang on to the last playoff spot by default, but I'm not even so sure of that at this point. But... You want to talk about patterns, guys. All six games, McKinnis, between these two teams this year have gone under the number. 6-0 and to the under between uh, Montreal and uh, Edmonton this year. Sucks that it's a 5.5 right now, but, you know, two night- last night it was a 5.5, and, and it popped up to 6 right before the puck dropped. So we'll see what happens right here. I doubt it. But, you know, we'll hit this from McKinnis on the other side. We'll get his thoughts on this Canadians-Oilers game and the overnight card, San Jose, Vegas, Minnesota, Arizona, Nashville, Chicago. But as we stated, guys, the Northern Division in the National Hockey League has just been so trend-heavy and has lived up to the trends. Look, we talked about it last night, and I I smashed that last night, the under six in the Montreal-Edmonton game, because I said, look, guys, it's 5-0 to the under. Why would we get in front of this? It went under. Bring it. We do this 24 hours a day, working hard to bring you the news you can use. Get on the grid. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 52 weeks a year. Don't believe us. Never turn us off. You'll see. Keep listening to the SportsGrid Radio Network. Hey, look! There's a big crowd. Welcome us back. We lost. Hey, I'll give you something to cry about, you loser. You can't catch a football. Let's see if you can catch a rock. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morency. 
the pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people who bust them, and everybody else in between on the Twisted Tuesday. We'll get into the NFL draft a little bit later on. We'll get into the Super League collapse uh, as well. We're talking NHL hockey right now with wagertalk.com's uh, Edge or McKinnis. So, uh, McKinnis, uh, tonight the Islanders spank uh, the Rangers. All right, are we all right here? Oh, it sounds like he's checking in and out here. <laughs> so I've heard I've heard prison connections uh, better than this. I've taken collect calls uh, before uh, with better phone connections. All right, so the Islanders smashed the Rangers uh, 6-1 uh, this evening. I was on that, speaking of trends. This is a trend that blew up tonight in which... Um, you know, the Islanders have just been an under-machine. They explode. I was on the Islanders tonight, but I wanted to get your thoughts. Let's not live in the past. So, Montreal and Edmonton. I was on Edmonton um, last night, and I don't see any reason why I won't be on Edmonton again tomorrow night. What's your take on this game? Yeah, Gabe, well, I think the biggest thing for me that there will be a worry um, as far as yeah, I'm taking the under, which is what I want to do initially, which is what I want to do with a lot of half games, is the fact that McDavid, I mean, did you watch that game? Did you see the end of that game? It was just ridiculous. I mean, that game had under written all over it. Still stayed under, but, um, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl and, and those top lines and the top guys, the Oilers, started to get their act together and started to actually uh, finish some of their chances. I mean, Jake Allen has been unbelievable. He came in ice cold after Carey Price leaves the game, um, made some spectacular saves. But, you know, I see all, all kinds of Habs fans on Twitter coming at me, and I'm being a realistic fan. Uh, it's probably to the surprise of a lot of people on here listening, um, saying that we don't have enough finishers and enough scorers, too many passers, um, and you can't win games scoring just one goal. And it seems to me like the Oilers, it was just about time um, for them to get it going and start scoring. So, um, I can't argue with the way you're looking in that game. Uh, the Habs aren't really in a good spot right now. Um, I would say that they do need a desperation bounce back, but uh, I'm not sure who's going to be the leader of that bounce back. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I have a funny feeling, and this is just honestly just a gut. I don't have any stats to give you on this, but I feel like this game could start off quick uh, and then potentially slow down. So I understand I've been saying about how Montreal's not scoring, but something tells me this game could go over in the first period and then still go underneath the total or uh, maybe look at an in-game under. Something tells me there's going to be a jump out the gate, or, uh, Gabe, in this one. But uh, as far as the price goes right now, I can't go wrong with Edmonton. And I wanted to point out as well, Vancouver, 5.8% chance of making the playoffs and Calgary, 129 So like you said, the Habs playing horrible hockey, uh, but still going to just walk their way into the playoffs with all those overtime losses. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They could collapse, bro. They could they could fully collapse. Um, I'd like to know how many more times Edmonton uh, played Montreal, actually. Or, excuse me, Vancouver played Montreal head-to-head uh, as well. I hear you. Listen, the, it'd be, it would be a disaster. Like, Bergevin would finally get fired. He might still get fired, actually. He, he has to, to be honest. He has to. Like, you can't trust this dude to just keep digging out of a hole. Like, they're in a hole, and he's, like, trying to dig out of it, and you give this guy power. And it's one of these deals where he seemingly, people like the trades he makes. Oh, he got the better of this and the better of that. But it never adds up to anything, right? They fire the coach. It doesn't change Jack. It made things worse. You know, just say it's it's a train wreck. And I blame it's It's leadership at the top. They cause chaos in the room. And, and Edmonton's starting to play good hockey right now, bro. We talked about, you and I talked about picking future teams, moving into the future, 
and everyone's up uh, Winnipeg's ass. Oh, Winnipeg this, Winnipeg that. Everyone loves Winnipeg all the time. Can't sleep on Edmonton right now. And the thing about Edmonton, guys, it's unbelievable, is they're actually 9-0 and to the under in their last nine hockey games. Like, people think of Edmonton as like an offensive team. But nine straight unders, guys. 3-2, 4-0, 3-2, It was a 6-1, The Oilers are an under machine uh, right now. They haven't had a game go over since March 27th when they lost to the Leafs 4-3 in overtime. But Gabe, we know, we know why that is, though, because it's the same story as it's been for the past three years. Nobody scores besides their top line, and when, it, when they do, it's a solar eclipse. That's why that happens. That, that's why they're going under the total. Um, they're, they're oh, I don't well care why it's happening. It. <laughs> I don't care what? why it's happening. I'm just going to, I don't care why it's happening. I'm just going to keep betting it. <laughs> that's one thing. Uh, I've been riding this under streak. I hear you, but, you know, they're, listen, oh, no, Edmonton I, I have I their flaws. The under. I was saying about Edmonton playing well down the stretch. Uh, I think they're easily the third best team. I think they're exactly where they belong. I don't know. I don't know if there is a best team. Like, between... Like, you can't... Toronto's not better than Edmonton, really. Like, you know, or, or, or Winnipeg. They're all in the same boat. Like, they all have talent. Edmonton and uh, Edmonton and Toronto are more talented. But Winnipeg have a ton of talent, too. And none of them have ever accomplished anything before. Like, all, every single one of them are losers. It's true. And then you have the Canadians that'll, you know, whatever. Fall ass backwards in the playoffs and probably go seven games because their goalie will get hot. And then, oh, they'll be faithful confidence for the next year. Let me know if I'm offside saying this. I I don't think you'll think I am because I've heard you say something similar. I know you don't really like the idea of Claude Julien getting replaced by Ducharme, but am I offside by saying that if they didn't have this theory of always having to have Frenchmen, that they would be better off? I mean, Philippe Deneau being our number one center, um, Jonathan Jouet um, getting traded with, uh, you know, for Sergachev uh, or the Sergachev trade. You know, don't you think that this team would be different if they didn't feel like they had to have a French goalie or French, they're not goalie, French coach, French, you know, scorer, French this, French that. Don't you think they'd be a little better if they would just worry about putting a quality team out there and not having a number one center be French? I don't think they care about the, the number one center being what what language he speaks um with the players it's a little bit different i think they want a few french guys but i don't think it's like a massive thing for them um as far as because look i'll be we'll get to the coach in a second but the the thing is uh mckinnis not a lot of people want to sign with the montreal Canadiens, bro right there's a lot of there's a lot more negatives than positives to play with the montreal Canadiens, and like if you're English, number one, it's a French-speaking city. So number one, uh, number two, even if you're English, suddenly you're on the team, and then the media in Montreal is going to expect you to learn French in two weeks. And if you don't, then you're a jerk, and you're you, you're right. disrespecting them. Um, number three, you get taxed up the ass. All right. So number four, the team sucks. Number five. People, like, heckle you on the street and are mean as hell to you when you suck. The media, number six, the media is mercifully, like, uh, I could go on. Like, there's just so many negatives. Like, if you're a player in the NHL, you love going to Montreal for a night and going to the strip club and going to a restaurant and going out is great. But you don't want to actually play there, right? So, and, and then the local guys don't want to play there. 
Like you notice, McKiss, they never have good French players. You know, Patrice Bergeron's never said, oh, I want to play for Montreal. Vidal Cavalier ran from it. He was like, there's no way in hell. Like, I want to play there. Like, there's... No, it's true, though. Like, there's... For the majority of French players, they're like, I don't want to deal with that. I know what those people are like. They'll turn on you in a heartbeat. Right? So, I don't want to deal with but that. Dave, how many so, other teams trade Sergachev for Drouin? How many other teams in the league have Philippe Deneau as their number one center? But Mark Bergevin is an idiot. And listen, I, well, you know, look... He traded, he traded P.K. Subban, right, for Shea Weber. Didn't trade him for a French guy, you know what I'm saying? He does stupid things. Right. He does, and I'm not going to lie to you, that Bergevin is hell-bent on this French stuff, more than others have been, even. And, but you can't, they, you know, they tried. But honestly, the best they were, actually, is when they had a bunch of gritty sort of Ontario dudes, right? Um, some bigger dudes and stuff. But the thing is... Those dudes don't want to sign with them. So, like, they, they offer contracts to all these guys. And so, the Canadians can only sort of get, like, you know, bad French guys or European players that like Canada and like Montreal. They like the city and they like the tradition of the team and they're not hell-bent on, you know, living next to a Taco Bell. Um, but the coach, you're exactly right. The coach, you're exactly right. Like, it's like it's only common sense, McKinnis. Imagine Imagine the talent pool and how much smaller it becomes when you insist on the guy speak a certain language. Like, hell, even international soccer teams, like, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, Portugal has a Brazilian guy that coaches them in the national team. You know what I mean? England have had a, a Dutch guy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, these teams that are so protective, like, have been like, you know what? This guy's a really good coach, man. He won a bunch of titles in the German League. Let's hire him. The Canadians, as you stated, if you can't do the press conference, then they don't want you. And, and, and let's be real. Who are the best ever Canadian coaches in the history of the team? By far. It's not even whatever, dude. Dick Irvin Sr. Um, English. Scotty Bowman. English. And I'm not saying it's an insult. There's good francophone coaches, but you know, like it's it's just it's basically it's insanity. That's what it is. It's insanity. But you're also talking about a place in Montreal that um, is against the law, right? To have an English sign up outside of a place of business. You can have any other language you want, but not English. (laughs) They don't care if it's Chinese or like, but no, like, so, I mean, come on, they just renamed their football, their soccer team, Club the Foot. I'll put a foot up here, bring it. Remember that state championship game you played in high school? Yeah. We, we can't get over it either. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Don't think of us as just sports talk. Think of us as a full immersion crash course in sports news you can use. You listen. You learn. Get the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. This lady says I'm an artist. You? An artist? Your husband's work is what we call outsider art. It could be by a mental patient or a hillbilly or a chimpanzee. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Brent, so we're throwing it down with Andrew McCannis. All right, let's let's talk some pucks. We're, uh, we're breaking it down right now, just uh, discussing the Montreal Canadiens problems. But we could do that. That would take like 20 years uh, because that that would take a long time. Mark 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 Bergevin is the problem. All right, you got to get rid of Bergevin, and it's another thing too. And don't just make it a French guy there either. Right? Like like that's another thing. Get the best available hockey guy. Who's the best available guy? You know what I mean? If it's Steve Eiserman, it's Steve Eiserman. I'm not. I'm not saying Steve, uh, take Eiserman, but like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's whoever it is, whoever comes up with the best plan, the best interview, you know what I mean? The best whatever. But they don't. They don't think like that. They, you know what I mean? And I've already gone through every former player as well, right? And like, and some of the multiple times, they're like the Yankees with Billy Martin. You're fired. You're hired. You're fired. You're hired. You're hired. You're fired. Like, you know, like, like how many guys have had two stints, bro? Like, that's the sign. That, like, that's like, you look at the Montreal Canadiens, McKenna's, and so look, Coach Julian has been their coach twice, right? In the last 15 years, since I've been on the air, and I've been on the air 19 years now, but he was on the air, like, when I was on for a while. Like, he was the coach. So he's been the coach twice in 15 years. Michel Therrien was the coach when I was there before Julian. All right, I covered Michel Therrien, and he was back again. That's like, because in real life, like sports is like real life, like in organizations, as you know, you know, they're, they're either solid and they run from the top down or they're not. Having, the, having two guys coach your team like four times, essentially, two times double each, in the span of 15 years, not to mention the other guys that have been in and out, <laughs> um, that's like remarrying the same woman twice. Twice. You know what I mean? It's like marrying a woman, getting divorced, marrying somebody else, getting divorced, marrying someone else, getting divorced, going back to the first wife that you married and got divorced to, getting divorced again, and then thinking, you know what? I think things are really going to work out this time with my second <laughs> wife that I divorced with. Gabe, that's Gabe, the Montreal Canadiens. That's the best analogy there, right there. They're morons. That's the best one I've heard, Gabe. And unfortunately, I've actually been in that personal situation. Uh, not married, but on and off, on and off. And you don't want to be in that because if it ends once, you know you probably shouldn't go back to her or the team. Yeah, well, and that's, you know, like I said, there's sports and life where everything's the same. And we'll get into this in soccer after with Matias, actually, about Team USA. Um, and listen, but you're right, the though. Montreal Canadiens, 
the Canadians started off the season great. They stumbled. They had a little bad uh, road trip. They kept losing in, in shootouts all the time, and they fired the coach. And they, he was like four. They were nine and five when they fired him. And then, and how's how have things gone since? Like you know, it was like why? And then oh, they fired him because they didn't like the power play. Oh, they didn't like. They all some of the players on the team didn't they didn't like Julian anymore. They you know Julian wasn't communicating with them. Julian like and listen, Julian got like that. He got sick of their bitching and whining, and whatever. He started closing his door, and he became more you know confrontational, less buddy with them. And then like the Canadian players are a bunch of cowards, like they always do. They cower, and then they get the coach fired, or they get Subban traded. Oh, we don't like Subban. He smiles. We don't like the music he plays in the room after. Oh, we lost, and he's still partying. Uh, it's like, yeah, so are you, jackass. So what are you bitching about? Like, they all act so sanctimonious on that team that none of them have accomplished anything. Shea Weber has in his career, but whatever, he's done. And, you know, Carey Price is a stud, and poor guy, his career's been wasted. But, like, all those other losers that bitch and moan all the time about the coach, and I was bitching about Julia getting fired, and I got a direct message from somebody that's, like, directly with the team. And they said, listen, Marenzi, you know, love you, just giving you a heads up. I see you talking a lot about this. Just giving you the other side. And he told me that, listen, it was like half a mutiny in the room, that half the team hated Cole Julian with a passion, and they thought he was an idiot, and they were blaming him for losing an overtime because of the players around, like, blah, blah, blah. And, and whatever, the power play. And like I said, Julian's stubborn. But you know what the difference is, McKinnis? Julian, unlike these losers, has actually won Stanley Cup championships before. Yeah, I mean, he won Stanley Cup championships, you know, before my my uh, my voice dropped. I hate to I hate to I hate to break it to you, McKinnis, but the Stanley Cup still <laughs> mattered. Like before, you know, you 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 watched hockey. Like I know, like I know. Oh my God! I knew that like, was I know. Game. I, knew that was coming well, I know. I knew that was coming back. You're right. But I feel eight like, years geez, ago, you're, you're right. Oh my God! Like. Yeah, that, no, that's know, just okay, crazy okay. talk. You can, I, I know, but you, I feel like you have such a big problem with Ducharme being the head coach, but I can't believe I'm saying this right now, but let's be completely honest for a second. And anyone that knows me and I, hears this, I'm ashamed to say this, but it's true. We haven't gone through a real rebuild. In the Montreal Canadiens organization, they're what scared rebuild? to do it. They will never do it. No, but just listen for one sec. The Maple Leafs went through a big rebuild. You wonder why. Yeah, but what does that have to do with Claude Julia? Because, because this uh, is what I'm saying. It's the players. It's the team. They've never actually went through a full rebuild. Everyone blames the coaches, but the players haven't really executed. But it's also because the coaching staff has never let them play loose. Claude Julian wanted to play with a defensive team that can barely score. Uh, you always blame the, the coach, but I feel like the team just sucks. It's not the coach. Yeah, 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 but it's, it's, it's common sense. If you don't have talent, you must. You can't get into track meets with people. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know what like people expect. Like you have a bunch of losers. Oh yeah, let's play. Let's play. Yeah, Jonathan Joanne's going to score thirty-five goals if we open things up for you, right? No, you're going to open things up, and he's going to get agree, burnt, Gabe, and you're going to lose five-one. The Leafs because they have Leafs. They they have Marner. They have Nylander. They have Matthews, and they continuously choke in big games. You want to know why I bash the Leafs? That's why because we don't have a Matthews. And we still show up sometimes. They choke constantly, and they have a brand new, you know, rebuild, top four, all these big guys, and they still choke. That's why I make fun of them. 
Yeah, but they, they've won. They have 61 points. Montreal has 47. Like, they're not really choking too much. Yeah, they're struggling right now, but, like, they're 28 and 13. There's a massive difference you know, between between these two teams. And But I, I hear, listen, but that's yeah. the whole point. But it's, it's irrelevant what Toronto has or doesn't have. It still it doesn't mean anything like, you know, listen, Ducharme's just the next stiff up. And the only reason he got the job is because of his last name. So, and he'll be the next guy to get fired. Right? But we can go on all night. Bergevin's got to go. Ducharme sucks. They all suck. They're a bunch, they're gutless. And now Gallagher's out. They've got no heart. Shea Weber's old. Um, he's a big dude. That, he's you in know, a rough big, game. big. Weber has not been good for them at all. And that was part of the, the thing with the trade with, uh, with Subin is that everybody loved Weber at first. He had more points per game. He was actually healthier. But he was older by years, several years. You know what I mean? No, I'm not saying, like, the mass amount of people, but the analytics guys liked the trade at first. But then they realized Shea Weber's old. He's not in his prime. He's literally not taking accountability um, in the locker room with these post-game interviews. He's, he's not being a real captain, Gabe. But anyway, we can go on about the halves all, all day long. I can tell that my... My fandom oh, is yeah. coming out, and uh, when that starts to happen, I know I should start uh, picking some games for tomorrow with it because I sound like a fan now. Well, I'm telling you, it's fine. You're passionate about the team. I'm just saying, yeah, like Edmonton tomorrow, minus 138. And uh, if you can get a six right now, grab it because I don't know if it'll be hanging around out there. So San Jose, plus 215 against Vegas. I hate these matchups. Vegas, massive favorites. Minnesota Wild, minus 168 against Arizona. Um, on the road, total five and a half, and the Nashville Predators and the Chicago Blackhawks. These teams just played right last night, but it was in Nashville because I, I believe I was on it, and I was, and now they play again. I tell you what, the Preds are hot, but now they're on the road. What do you think about the overnight games here? Yeah, Gabe, well, I think like uh, starting like two or three weeks ago, I said that coming down the stretch, it's going to be one of those things where you just don't overthink it. If you, if you did that tonight, and you played the Bruins against the Sabres puck line, you cashed that. If you played the Stars uh, puck line, you cashed that. If you faded the Devils, you cashed that. Um, you know, right now, I think it's important that we look at some of these games and realize which teams are checking out and which teams are locked in. And Minnesota right now is a team that I'm betting on. I'm looking to bet on quite often. I'm looking to grab their team totals over three and a half. They have speed. Um, they have skill. And they're locked in. You know, Arizona right now, um, I understand, you know, maybe they're a little more motivated or they're supposed to be, but it's the same thing, Gabe, as the whole COVID angle that you saw where teams that shouldn't win, um, you know, were winning. All these motivated teams aren't going to win just because they have to, you know, must win doesn't always mean will win. Uh, give me the Minnesota wild minus one and a half going right back to them. I think they're the better team Ooh, yeah. and uh, they're focused right now playing some pretty good hockey. As far as the Nashville Chicago game, Nashville's scoring. They're scoring at a better clip than I've seen in a long time from them. There's no way I'm going to shy away from this total. I'm going to go over of the total again, over six uh, between these two teams. I believe there's a couple different five and a half. Oh, mostly five and a half, actually, between these two teams. I'm going to go over again uh, with Nashville and Chicago. I think uh, Chicago has a bit more to offer, but you've you got to give it to Nashville right now, man. They're scoring. Their players are you know, getting a lot of scoring opportunities. The shot counts are high. Um, I mean, where was this at the start of the year from this Predators team? And we talk about these one-sided matchups, guys, and it's not just in the Northern Division. 
uh, McKinnis, the Nashville Predators, 6-0 and now on the season against the Hawks. 6-0. and 3-2, 2-1, Nashville owned these guys. It's a matchup thing. We've, we've definitely discussed it, and I'm curious to see what happens next year, Gabe. Do you think we'll, we'll see some of these, you know, two, three-game sets um, from years to come um, with these, you know, COVID divisions uh, out of the way? Do you still think we'll see some of this stuff going on, these little mini sets, like two and three games like baseball? Yes. Yeah, I actually do, McKenna. It's a good question because cause owners uh, like saving money and travel, Right. They like saving money and travel. And they can, you know, why fly to Edmonton twice in a year when you can do it once? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's one of the... No, and it's true. Why not just stay there and play two games in three days? And that's that. And I think it is going to sort of change things. I think baseball, you'll see baseball in a big way. They're going to... Re- I think they're going to realign baseball divisions and, like... And, you know, sort of change things, you know, and they have the new collective bargaining agreement. It costs a lot of money, man. Travel hasn't gotten cheap in, like, in the future. Flying around all these teams around the country everywhere is not a cheap endeavor. And these guys are going to be bitching about making less money. They're not even losing money, but they're going to bitch about making less money due to this pandemic for, for a long time. And look at look what they did in soccer. Oh, the pandemic. We didn't have a choice with the Super League. Yeah, shut up. All right, McKinnis. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, we got like two, three minutes on the other side. So take a look at the hockey board here or the baseball board. See if there's anything else uh, you want to leave us with on the way out. Andrew McKinnis, Wager Talk. What is Rick Saratella is going to join us? NFL Draft Bible, SI.com on the Twisted Tuesday. NFL Draft now a little more than a week away. The late night anger management class. Bring it. Coming at you all day, every day, with more attitude than other lesser networks would deem appropriate. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Working... The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling hard 24 hours a day to give you your usrda of the winning edge everything a growing boy needs sit up straight get it right here on the sports grid radio network the late night anger management class this is sports rage all right a couple more minutes with mechanics I don't know if McKinnis is fired up right now or depressed after talking about the Montreal Canadiens. I feel like a psychiatrist. I know I feel depressed or something, bro. Uh, I actually listen. Part of me loves this team as well. I mean, my grandfather played for them. 
I, I did the post-game show. I, I went to a million other games as a kid in a press box in the room. I've lived a lot of different experiences around this team. But I'm to the point where they anger me, right? So, but not like on a nightly basis. Like, I don't have any problem betting against them. You know what I mean? Like, I have no issue. But, like, I don't bet against the Dodgers. I don't bet against the Bills. I don't bet against the Raptors. Like, but I got no beat betting against these guys because I know they suck now. But I hope they do well. But I know it's a helpless situation. And to be honest, as long as Molson owns the team as well, it's kind of a problem. But um, I'll probably get shot for saying that from afar. So, uh, what, do you, what do you like overnight here? Best bets on the way out here, McKinsey. Any baseball or you want to keep it on the ice? Uh, baseball, I'm, my first pick that I've uh, released is the Yankees. Um, I haven't played them too much uh, so far in the year. I think they're hopefully going to find their stride, even though their bats aren't fully going so far. Um, I, I still feel like they will get it going. So I'm on the Yankees tomorrow, Gabe. But uh, in the NHL, here's my best bet for tomorrow. We're, we're laying a little chalk here, but I've been quite a bit of a team total better uh, lately. Minnesota Wild, over two and a half team total. Number I'm seeing is anywhere between minus Ooh. 135, 140 between these two That's teams. This Wild team is 7-3 their last 10 games to that team total over. They're just a better team than Arizona. Motivation or not, they're a more talented team. They will score at least three goals against this Arizona team despite the health um, in, in goal. Arizona's got some healthy goaltenders finally. It won't be enough. Give me the over on the team total for Minnesota. All right. I like it. I like it. I think I'm going to remember this tomorrow. We'll give you credit if we use it on Game Time Decisions. Andrew McKinnis, Wager Talk. Great stuff with McKinnis. Rick Saratella, Level 3. Since you were a little kid, you've always loved sports. So have we. One of us. One of us. One of us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.